to another episode of Money Lab. I'm your host, Matt, SEO specialist, Givenisi, and today we're talking about, well, we have five questions today, and that's what we're talking about. Uh, joining me is the founder of ListenMoneyMatters.com and the co-host of the Listen Money Matters podcast, Andrew Biebert. What's up, man? How's business? Uh, awesome. I uh, We did an episode yeah. on content audits, and I think I roughly said, no, you're stupid, or something. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was maybe the gist of it. Yeah, that's literally and what you I, said. Yeah, <laughs> I did that over the course of an hour slowly. Yeah, I mean, I agree with some of your stuff. I did different stuff, and ironically, coincidentally, I am literally doing the exact things that you did in that episode for Listen Money Matters. Delayed because I I'm thick. It takes a little bit for it to seep into my skull. Yeah. What what was and, what do you think the final straw was for you to be like? I, I kind of took the concept that you had suggested and uh-huh. I had my, my preconceived thoughts and then I just started talking to a lot of people about that specifically. Mm-hmm. and like, um, like SEO people? I talked to an SEO person. Mm-hmm. I talked to a person who runs a business that I uh, think is awesome. Yeah. Um, and basically like the general gist. And plus in my gut, uh, I don't want. I, I have this like uh, sinking feeling when list you know people visit list of my matters because there is stuff on there that sucks mm-hmm. and that could be their first impression and I just kind of wrote it off or forced myself not to think about it yeah and to address it and perhaps bring it to you know the top sixty percent of our stuff uh, feels good yeah. We're not anywhere near there, but it feels good to know that the decision was made. Yeah. And we're moving that way. Well, like Sum 41's first album, All Killer, No Filler. <laughs> That's right. How about you, sir? Um, well, I just got back from drinking uh, at GABF, the uh, Great American Beer Festival. There was two beer festivals I went to. So, I mean, obviously this is coming out a month later, but either way. Hmm. Um I've been focused on this podcast, really, just trying to get out, trying to get the month of October kind of knocked out, and um, then I'm pretty much, like, going to start focusing on producing content, just producing uh, good, good old stuff, good videos for swimming diversity, and I'm I'm actually very, very excited about getting back into Brew Cabin next year. Um, I've been posting stuff on Instagram. And it's Why been, next year? Why not like next week? Uh, just because I want to give myself some time to you know get this podcast up and running, get Money Lab situated um, with the podcast and stuff, and work on some videos for some university, mm-hmm. and sort of get the process down and, and hone the like the, the the craft really, and and you know basically set myself up for like oh this is an easy part of my life great now I can add something else to my plate I don't want to do all the things at once because I feel like if I do some university videos plus this podcast plus the Listen Money Matters podcast plus Brew Cabin videos plus Brew Cabin articles plus Brew Cabin Instagram and Pinterest and all that shit. Like if I do it all at once, nothing will get done. So mm-hmm. I want to do something, master it, be very good at it, you know, uh, and go, okay, yes, I can fit something else on, you know, day four or whatever. 
Uh, so it's it's not a priority. It's growing, and I don't need to really focus on it. But I'm excited to I'm excited as a future project for myself. So I like that. I wish I could stick to that mantra all the time. I know one thing at a time. Yeah, it's easier said than done, hmm. as you know. Uh, before we get into the five questions that we have today from our listeners, we of course have a sponsor every single day in October. 31 days in a row we're producing the daily podcast our sponsor today is money lab pro you've been asking for it and i finally made it money lab pro is a membership where you can access every single one of my online business courses and chat with me and other like-minded business owners in the members only money lab pro community You'll also get access to my SEO, monetization, and blogging video courses, my YouTube and podcast video tutorials, my lightning fast WordPress theme, and so much more. I did the math, and MoneyLab Pro includes over 155 over-the-shoulder video lessons and growing. Not to mention it includes access to templates, processes, and spreadsheets that I use to run all my online businesses. And like I mentioned before, MoneyLab Pro also includes a members-only community where you can share your ideas and get expert feedback to help you earn more money with your online business. Go to moneylab.co slash pro right now to sign up. It's super affordable and there's no reason not to check it out. That's moneylab.co slash pro. All right, let's get to the five questions. What do you think? Deal. All let's right. do it. First one's super easy and has a lot to do with SEO. Yes. All right. <laughs> I think it's super easy. It's, it's short. I love it. Uh, this is from Jen. Is adding schema markup to your site worth it and helpful for SEO? Um, I super think so. Now, I want to clarify because I think I know what this means. What is schema markup? So I think she's talking about schema.org. Okay. And, uh, it's structured data around like describing who the author is, if it's a review, how many stars, uh, when I was see. It published. Yep, yep. And that's really uh, so like those things. Like when you look at recipes on Google and they have like five star ratings next to them, like that's mm. schema markup. And in the schema, they'll actually tell Google that it is a recipe. Right, you know, or you could say that it's like a news article, or it's a creative work, or mm -hmm. whatever. You um, did this for yeah. reviews on List of Money Matters, right? And as a result, uh, our reviews have stars mm -hmm. in the search engine results, which shockingly many still don't have. Yeah. And do you remember when they added faces, like author faces, yes, into the Google? Yes, I search? do remember that. So adds no value to the thing you're clicking on at all. Like imagine if there was an article on like pool algae and it had your face next right. to it, right? But yet the clicks were insanely, I mean there was a ton of research that basically well, showed you get clicked more with with Matt Givenese's face next to your search results. So stars essentially are like Okay, that. and the reason that is, is I'm, I'm assuming is because your result looks different than everybody else's. And so it looks like Google is like preferring this, you know, Right. Yeah. So yes, it is. How do you how do you do it on like how do you do it with WordPress? Is it just like a plugin? Is it built into so, Yoast? So Yoast has a fair amount of it. Yeah. Um, I actually built it into my theme. So I wanted to do specific things like uh, 
you could put uh, like a description of the article or whatever. And I, I did that appropriately in schema. And so when we have rich snippets with the reviews, it's like literally the description that I put into schema, schema.org. Yeah. Um, although I, I know that there are some other plugins out there that could help. Okay. But you don't use those. You do them yourself. You do them manually. Right. Okay. Um, I, I don't know that this is not relevant at all. I had this idea. I want you to tell me what you think of this idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was recently on, well, I guess not recently because, again, this is a very pre-recorded podcast. But either way, I was on Niche Pursuits, the, the podcast. And right. I got a lot of subscribers. So thank you, Spencer, for having me on. And thank you for everybody who subscribed. Uh, but I got a lot of questions about my sites. And I get this question so often that I'm tired of it and I want to do something about it. The question I always get is, what theme are you using for your website? Mm. Now. Oh, my God. You try to do something about it, and I, I you, feel yeah, like you, I shut you down. Yeah. I tried to build my own theme and go, like, this is the theme. Here's for sale. You know, like capitalizing on this question. Right. Uh, so I had this idea, like, can I just build in, like, a bar, like a floating bar that says, this is a custom theme. I made it myself. This is not, it's, you know, I, I just want to point to people who, I get that question so often that I'm kind of tired of saying it's custom. Like, why does it, why do you think I'm using a theme? I would. So if you're going to put a bar in. Yeah. So, so put it in, there's a custom theme. If you are so interested in a custom theme, click here and on that page say that for $15,000, you would love <laughs> to provide that theme with a two-day installation. Wow. <laughs> Definitely not doing and, that, but it's a good it's a, it's a very <laughs> Andrew businessy thought. I'm not doing that. <laughs> that, that. I guess that is an Andrewism. Yeah, it's Andrewism. All right, moving on. Uh, this one is from James Sowers. What's your position on goals and goal setting? How do you set objectives in your life and or business? that you can use as a target for the next week slash month slash quarter slash year. Specifically interested in how you categorize your goals. Set the level of quote-unquote ambitiousness and track performance against hopes or expectations. I, I want to hear what you have to say about this. I Because I, I, I have oh, – anyways, so tell me. Tell me. So, all right, let me just – let me break down this question. What are what's my position on goals and goal setting? Period. Period. That's mm. the first question. I do you have goals. I do have goals. Um, I do have goals. I I. So my life goal is pretty sad, to be honest. It's to own a house. <laughs> it's to own like a baller house. That's pretty much it. I I live at home. I like home. I work at home. Home is – I spend a lot of fucking time at home. I am a mm. home person. Um, Same. Yeah. And I – so if I'm spending 80% of my time at, at a place, I want that place to be great. I want that place to cater to my needs, to cater to like things that I think are cool. I love throwing parties. I love throwing house parties. So huge part of my life. And it's a goal. It's like not a travel. I don't have a travel goal. Like visit every country. <laughs> you know, hit every bar in America – which is Sean's or every bar in the world. Um, I, I did, you know, I, maybe. What about with the business, though? Yeah. So uh, my goal is it was to just, 
I never had a I, you know, I did have a goal back in the day. I wanted a hundred thousand dollars. I wanted to make a hundred thousand mm. dollars. Hit that goal, and then I fucking don't have any more goals because that was such <laughs> a that was such a milestone for me. Like now, so this YouTube project, yeah, is is completely not goal based. No, or or this Money Lab podcast not goal based. No. So why are we doing it? What is the onus? To grow, to just grow and continue to bring in income. So if if I may unpack the that first piece as well, and I think it's interesting because you took like a hard turn. Yeah, I thought I thought you're going one way. Oh, um, I used to be insanely goal focused, mm-hmm. and and when you said I want to own a ball or house, that like was how I approach things. Like for example, quit my job or whatever. Yes. Yeah. And I have learned that it is the most empty yeah. form of things. And you should only set goals if you will never arrive there. Because if you do arrive there. <laughs> like terraforming Mars. S- <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, like when, when you arrive at your goal, it is going to suck. Yeah. So when you get that baller house, it's going to be great for the first five minutes. And then your life is going to be in shambles because yep. you have no goals. It's like retirement. Like, have- like everyone's like, oh, my retirement's my goal. And then, you, and then you retire and die in two years. Because yeah. you're like, I'm so bored. I reach my goal. End of life. So I, I try to be more mission oriented. It sounds like that's essentially yeah. what you said. With you know, why why are we doing the podcast? A video to to grow things, to you know, create things that matter and stuff like that. Yeah, keep in- people. You know, keep my job, keep income coming in. Mm. Yeah. What about the next part? Okay, so the next part is how do you set objectives in life and or business that you can use as a target for for the next week slash month slash quarter slash year you do this in what way what do you think i mean for one you already know what you're gonna do next oh yeah week because uh, you know whether it's the the really in the niche asana piece but you also have high level yeah so i do it every month this it's the it's the to answer that question very specifically so every single day i try to write in a journal to say, oh, here's exactly what I did today. Just like, and some days when I'm just sitting on the couch hungover or, you know, I'm just fucking around, like I went out somewhere all day, uh, I'll write that in my journal too. I'll just say, like, oh, went to Great American Beer Festival today. Great. That was it. Uh, and at the end of every single month, I, and I've told this a billion times, I, I, the, or the beginning of each new month, my first task on that pops up in Asana is that I go into a Google Doc. I create a new Google Doc for for the previous month. So in this case, you know, I will I will create a doc for October 2018, and then I have all my businesses split up. So I have some university, Brew Cabin, Money Lab, and I write down like the big objectives that I accomplished. And then the following page, I have the rosebud thorn thing. So I break it up like what went really well that month what went like horribly wrong or shitty that month, and then what I'm going to focus on in November, like what I'm going to focus on in the next month based Mm -hmm. on everything that I did that month, based on how I felt about that month, I write down no more than three main objectives that I try to accomplish the next month. Now, I would love to go back. I sometimes go back and read those and actually look and see if I've accomplished those. And, and the way I do that is because every time I create a new doc, I just make a copy of the old one. So I'm kind of forced to read the the previous month. And I look at the objectives and I said, did I accomplish those? And most of the times, I would say maybe one out of three. Maybe. So 
But you use that process to set objectives. Yes, I do. Every so it's monthly. My objectives are more monthly based than than anything else. I guess uh, I look back at like what was completed and to doist, and yeah. I have like plans. I do that too. I, wanted- I do that too to to fill out the end of the month. That's another. I look at the what was completed in Asana for that month. I feel like the realistic thing for me is whatever I plan to accomplish in October mm-hmm. will probably actually be finished in November. Mm. Like I find like many, like 80% is done in the month. I actually give up on a lot of them. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I'll go through. Uh, well, you know what? I'm just going to pull up uh, last month because I, I get so... Uh, I'm scatterbrained, not scatterbrained, but you know, like we have a, I have a new revelation about business, like every two weeks, you know, it's really hard for me to kind of keep on, on, on message. So mm-hmm. I'm going to look at like, well, so right now it's September, right? So I'm going to look at August. So in August of 2018, my, what to focus on in September of 2018 is cre- create a video creation process for swim you. And record a shitload of podcast episodes for Money Lab. So that's pretty on point. Pretty on point. Yeah, I would say I did that. I'm going to look at July real quick. So July, because it's like shit changes all the time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So what to focus on in August of 2018. Create a consistent and growing promotion strategy for SwimU. Did not do that. And start producing pillar content on Money Lab with Steph. Did not do that. So you have like pretty poignant things. Yeah. Like one, two pieces. I, I wind up having like uh, a bunch of checklist items. Yeah. Like, you know. Well, that's not. Yeah. I mean, that's just the one. That's one thing that I do. Yeah. Mm. Like, uh, I guess I get in the bit of in the bit, uh, weeds a little bit with mine, but yeah. I, I essentially do something very similar. Yeah. Uh, And then the third part of the question is specifically interested in how you categorize your goals, set the level of quote unquote ambitiousness and track performance against hopes or expectations. I will. I've never tracked ambitiousness. No, that that is perhaps, is it considered a project or something that I have to finish this month? Yeah. Or like, like an item or a, yeah. Yeah. And I also don't like the only thing I really categorize is what business it's in. So like, it's if it's a money lab goal or a swim university goal or a brew cabin goal or a list of money matters goal. I mean, that's as far as I go as categorization on the ambitiousness piece. Maybe it's worth saying that I would say nothing that are on any of our lists, either of our lists are ambitious because we both meticulously break things down to like the absolute smallest chunks possible. Yeah. So it's all actually really easy because I don't know, like, how am I going to build this plugin that I'm going to sell to people and yeah. make $10,000 a month? I don't know. But tomorrow I have to come up with, uh, I have to set up MailChimp. It, right. So, yeah, if the goal is to build a plugin, I will extrapolate what it takes to get to the end of that and break it down into individual tasks and then just move through that. Yeah. Oh, so, and then all yeah. of a sudden you finish it and you're like, oh, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why, I mean, like, Goal setting is interesting, except, yeah, I don't like, I like the idea of never reaching it. So if you are going to set a goal, the ambition, ambitiousness should be off the charts, should be un, unobtainable because you're right. Once you reach it, it sucks. Yeah. And, and I'm, I was, 
I've always, you know, and I've, I think I read something by like Leo Babalta on Zen Habits where he was like, goals are stupid or something. I know he didn't say it that way, yeah. but basically like, it's not worth it because yeah, once you it's reach them. It's not what them, you want. Yeah, when you reach them. Yeah, one, it's not what you want. When you reach them, it's like, oh. But, you know, uh, I will say that I do have this, the theory of like, the Elon Musk and terraforming Mars or being or what's his his, his goal is being an, is creating an interplanetary species, right? Is like yeah. basically okay. So every decision that he makes, right, is can be framed. Can be in. framed with like it will that is that gonna inch me closer to that goal, which he'll mm-hmm. never reach. And he knows that. Because he'll be dead before he can reach that. Uh, and so that's why he doesn't focus on trying to live longer because that's not his ultimate goal. His ultimate goal is, you know, setting things in the, in the time that he has here on earth to push people to Mars. And I look at, uh, SEO very similarly where it's like, I'm going to ambitiously go after the hardest keyword on the list. And in my pursuit of, I love how you just compared yourself to Elon Musk almost, <laughs> or yeah. the ambitiousness of your work no. being an interplanetary <laughs> well, species. The only, like, <laughs> uh, well, fuck, that's the only analogy. Speaking I can make. of really difficult things, SEO. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of interplanetary species, hrefs. Uh, I, I no, I, 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 you're right. I just don't have a more subtle analogy, I guess, uh, or or point of reference, but. I think like I always when it comes if your goal is to rank number one for affiliate marketing, cool. Know that you'll never reach that. I mean, it's not impossible, and that's why I did like the SEO. Impossible. In, in a few years, you might you sure. Know. But like, if you set an impossible goal and you strive to do your best to to hit that goal, that you that you won't, that you don't look how far you've come in that pro, in that pursuit. Yeah. So that's why I just say like. When, like, why go after these low-hanging fruit? Like, go after the biggest motherfucking keyword ever, and then in the process, you may not rank for it, but you're going to rank for, like, a slew of other smaller ones, all those ones you wanted to rank for and were targeting, but it's like it's like striving to be a middle manager. It's like, wh- why? Why, yeah. are, why are you going to go to school to be a doctor's assistant? Just go to school to be a doctor. And then if you don't, if you fail at that, you are a doctor's assistant. Yeah. You know? Or it's not even that you failed. It's just that, you know, that's a, a step. Yeah, it's a step to get there, right? And you're like, oh, mm. I'm cool here. It's like, okay. And that's probably a bad example. But I just think like... Because you just called some people I know, I know, failures, I know. But... <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a bad example. But like, I think just try... I don't know. That's anyway. No, I, I, th- I think we got the meat. Okay. Third question. Oh, thank you, James. And thank you, Jen, by the way. Uh, I'm going to... So I believe it's Ramon... Contreras. I'm probably saying that wrong. Sorry, Ramon. I, I, I think the end would maybe be a Ras. Contreras. Yeah, yeah, I, I think. I wish I could roll my R. I make him roll my R's just like normally, he, but he not, not in a, yeah. And, all right. Well, Ramon, I, we, we follow each other on Twitter. He's a good, cool. he's a good dude. Um, and I, he lives in Jersey, my hometown, my home area, home state. When you first started some university, you mentioned that you would design websites on the side to make more money. What were the different ways you told the world, hey, I'm Matt and I do this thing? I'm trying to get my SEO business off the ground, so I'm trying to figure out different ways to get more clients. Um, and he, 
he had sent this question a while ago and then was like, and I said to people, if you have something to plug, because for sending in the question, just tell me. Hmm. And his he just started a site called HelloSEO.co. So he's trying oh, cool. to get clients. Yeah. Um, that is a great question. I... Uh, have you ever heard, I don't know if there's a phrase or something where it's just like, if you want business, just tell everybody, like no matter where you go, cause you never know mm. who's like looking. So when, so when like you go to the bar or something and you know, you talk to the bartender, you somehow casually mention it like, oh I, yeah, I do websites. They're like, oh, what do you do? Like what's, 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 what do you celebrate tonight? Like, oh, I just made money cause I, I design websites for a living. Um, so if you need anybody with a website, like, let me know. And they're like, actually, I do. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. And it's, um, I would, so, all right, what are some of the things? What did you do? Because you actually ran a website design business. Yeah. Like a real So, because I would say that I know your approach to saying that I, I make websites to make money in that you didn't necessarily seek it out, but your past work was kind of spoke for itself. And yeah. then you made yourself known. And then people knew you. Right, they, you weren't like pitching to them. Right. Um, when I did the web design business, I uh, I was like, you know what? Um, every like uh, store in my town, ha- or just restaurant or, yeah. or pizzeria, they they didn't have anything on the internet that was worth. I would be embarrassed. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? Um, I could probably come up with some process to uh, make it quickly, and we just went. Walked in, you know, sometimes we'd come in multiple times to be customers. They knew us and then we would say something, Mm. but we basically came up with targets and then approaches on how to get them. Okay. I didn't do that. I, I did, uh, one day I was desperate for work and I was like, look, I have this site called swim university. So I I knew the pool industry and I do website design. So I literally got my car and with a, I think I had a, my laptop with me and I drove to every single pool store and I tried to talk to the owner of that pool store and I didn't have a plan. I was just like, I'm going to sell website design based on my previous work, designing websites for a pool company. I'm like, Hey, I'm the guy who designed Niagara's pool, Niagara pools website. I'm the guy who designed swim university. I know the pool industry. I'm I've been in the pool industry since I was 13. Like not only do I know your business, I also know how to build a website, and I, got, I think I got two big jobs from that. Literally, just driving down the street, going to pool stores, and it was, uh, and for that, it was me selling them the fact that I knew their business just as well as they did. So, if you were if you were an SEO, if you were him, yeah, what would you do? Oh, I would do the exact same thing, and I would mm-hmm. do it on. I would go to homebrew stores because <laughs> I know homebrewing so well, and I would mm-hmm. walk in and go like, uh, "Do you have a website?" Because, or are you being searched? Because I, and, and one of the things I was very, I knew not to do was talk shit on their own site. Like talk shit on their process. Mm. And go like, oh, are you, and maybe, maybe I, I, again, this is me not thinking about it too, too I'm much. so not that. I, I talk yeah, shit. Yeah, you talk shit. Um, <laughs> and that's fine. But like, I would basically go into places that I knew the industry super well. And I wouldn't mm-hmm. do any preliminary work. I would just sell myself. I would go, look, I know about homebrewing. I'm a homebrewer myself. Um, I do SEO. I've done SEO for this company. I've done it for this company. And I just know it. I just know it. And 
here's my rate. Uh, here's my card. I, you know, I would love to get started as soon as possible, whatever. And I would just, and I would do that with that. I would do it with pool stores. I would do it with, um, what else do I know about, you know, I would know about breweries. So anybody who would need SEO. The other thing too is I, um, yeah, I, I, because I had a pretty popular website and I guess you're right. I did put myself out there. And I so people know I, that I did my website. So I just went for for the first time ever through an SEO guy's funnel. Yeah, and contacted him, mm. and and almost worked with him. Although, for better or worse, there was nothing he could do on my site. Yeah, um, I think he should do exactly what he is pitching for other people for Hello SEO. And you should create amazing SEO content. Yeah. Because the people who want it, so there he can go to the pizzeria mm-hmm. and you know, maybe he can extract a thousand dollars for sure. SEO. But if he found a Matt Givanisi yeah. who doesn't know SEO, that in a year, if he's doing awesome work, that could be a hundred thousand dollars just yeah. from that one client. Yeah, and so then, I'd go I'd go super high. Yeah, and I got a lot of referral work. Like once you once you start doing it and you can do a lot of stuff pr- pro bono. Like just mm. basically free, uh, so you could use it as like a portfolio. Piece. Yeah, portfolio piece or like a big client who is going to be like, "Yo, this person," you know. I yeah, I think I did, I did some pretty big sites uh, that then you know, yeah, I don't know. I just put it out. I, I, it's really hard to give exact. I mean, I'm trying to think of this one site. Like, how the hell did I get it? I got it because somebody saw some university and we're like. And they emailed me and like, who designed this? And I said, I did. Because I'm, I'm on the other end. They're like, this is awesome. And then immediately like, told their- So your wo- body of work sold itself. Sold itself, yeah. But all my body of work was getting visits too. So it's hard mm. to say like if I was doing it from scratch today. Like I would be on, I, did, I used Twitter a lot too. You know, I don't know. I like so search two for ways. people. Email people like Matt yeah. and see if you could just work for free for <laughs> even like a week. Yeah. Or just- provide value and maybe create something to draw people in. Yeah. 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 There was a guy I followed that did uh, like analytics stuff uh, mm. that I was like, Oh, I would hire him because he had really good content, but he only had like five pieces of content. Like it wasn't a lot, but what he had was gold that I followed. And uh, it was, and I was, I, and I, Oh, Oh fuck. Can I say it? Should I say it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nest wire. I believe the name. I, I was going to ask you if it was the nest guy. Yeah. I, I know the Nest part. I forget the... Yeah. I subscribed to his email. So part. did I. And and what he published like was good. And I literally copied it for myself and it worked. And then I found out he was he had worked for Mark Manson. And I was really? like, yeah. And I was like, oh. Is he, is he an SEO guy? I don't know I what he does, honestly. I know I, he does like measurement and yeah, it's like, stuff. Yeah. I, I just remember like really looking into it at the time and going like, oh, this would be... Like data. Like data... Uh, like using data to optimize. I think you might have been like an optimization specialist or something like that. I don't want to, I'm not, um, it's not a plug or anything, but I, mm. yeah, I was just thinking like, oh, this dude knows what he's talking about. And then, and then he had clients that I would, that I trusted. So yeah, that's, that's hopefully helpful. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know, Ramon, just tweet me. Uh, and thank you for the question too. Uh, I'm going to move on to Melissa. 
who has, uh, I think, another one about goals, if I, if I remember correctly. She says, I know what I want to achieve. I have translated what I want to achieve into SMART, all caps, goals. So SMART goals. I know what actions I need to take, and I know in what order I should complete these actions. I even have a very compelling why I want to achieve these outcomes. One problem, how do I get myself to do the work? Now, I want to preface that like she sent this email to me, and I was like, I literally have no idea what SMART goals are. Did you know what they were before this question? Yeah, yeah. Why I do mean, I not know? I don't know if I would have been able to rattle off what each lit letter meant. Why do I not know like, this? I feel like it's it's been used a lot. Like it's a I feel like maybe someone had I'd heard it in high school and then I mean I've read a million things with it. Okay. Well, for those as stupid as me out there. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh SMART stands for specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. Honestly, I don't really understand why you need why you need that, but Oh oh my god, dude. Are you serious? Uh, yeah. Smart Okay, m- maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna reaffirm what you said before because okay, in order to, to this is like so we we started with goals. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And we're like, we don't create goals. But what we do is we essentially use the smart process to determine what we do. Oh. So Think of your to-do list. Yeah. Everything is super specific. Yes. Right? Measurable. Yeah. You can tell when it is completed. Yes. So, like, it can't be, like, I don't know, improve the value of my home. <laughs> right. Like, that is only done when you sell it. Yeah. It's like add a new kitchen sink. It's very right. specific. Yeah. Like, achievable. And, I mean, I guess anything could be achievable, but, you know, okay. if you want to build a interplanetary species, you're probably not going to achieve it. It's not a smart goal it's a right and and timely being it should probably have a reasonable completion time not like five years and, okay yeah so all right so basically thank you i i i i just want to you do it you just don't know i just don't do know that I, i'm part of this framework okay so she knows what she wants to achieve she's translated what she wants to achieve into smart goals she knows what actions she needs to take and in what order to complete the action so it sounds like She's got the list set up, right? She's like got all that figured out. And then she says she even May I has... transpose the question? Yeah. To you. Okay. Why do you get up and do anything in the morning? Because you don't have to. Yes, I do. Oh, no, do I? You don't. Now no, I don't. You don't have to do anything. I would if you took a year off and just laid in bed and had people like empty a, a okay. bedpan and like sponge your body down, yeah. you'd probably make about the same amount of money. Okay, so I wanna, I wanna, um, I, I think I know the crux of this question and why there is a problem because I think the last two sentences of this question really are uh, are telling. She says, I even have a very compelling why I want to achieve these outcomes. So I'm, ass- I'm assuming like a very compelling why, unquotes. One problem, how do I get myself to do the work? And I would say, because you don't have a very compelling why. That's why you can't do the work. And I say that because I have a why. And... <gasps> Or if I could frame it real quick, it's not that it's a not compelling why. It is just it's not, not yours. one that resonates with you. Right. Yeah. It's not your why. 
Um, so like make a hundred million dollars. I think anyone can agree that they would love to do that. Sounds compelling. Yeah. Right? It's, it's not my why. Yeah. Mm. And I think, did we talk about this before? I've definitely talked about this with Steph and, uh, and my why is because I never want to work for anybody else again for the rest of my life. That's it. It's very negative. Uh, but if I am not working for somebody else, then I am achieving, then I, then it's worth me getting up in the morning. So if I have to get up in the morning and work for somebody else, uh, you know, my why has become eerily similar and because we've achieved most of the goals that we want to achieve yeah. and it is just maintaining freedom yes. and security. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I would hate to, I, I would even, it'd be fine. It wouldn't be the worst if I had to work for someone else. No. But if, if I wasn't in a strong financial position, I couldn't make the decisions I want. And so a lot of it is driven by the security of Laura and I. Yeah. And I, yeah. So it's basically being a provider, right? It's like, or it's mm-hmm. not like, it's like being the hero in your own life. It, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and mine is the opposite. Mine is don't be a fucking failure. Because to me, <laughs> failure is working for somebody else. In my, to me, to me specifically. My parents, when I was doing this, when I like quit my job and, or. They got, told you you couldn't? No. Everyone no, told. No, 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 no. My mom was like, when are you going to get a job? My dad was okay. like, whatever. <laughs> my, dad's, my dad's my cheerleader. But it, so I was, but I told her, I was like, I will, I'd honestly, like, I'd, I'd rather be like a homeless person living in a car. I used to say I I would rather live in a cardboard box than work for anybody else ever again. And that's true. It's absolutely true. In fact, I know, I think it's partly true because like, I really don't think I'm ever going to get to that cardboard box situation. But to me, it was like jumping without a safety net. It was, I, I mean, if it wasn't for my brother who had a, a house, I would have moved back to with my parents at 27 or 28, I think it was. I would have been living with my parents, and I would have been totally fine with that because I was doing the one thing I actually wanted to do, which was work for myself. That's it. I didn't care. I didn't care about money. Money is not compelling enough. To me, providing for family isn't enough because I could do that, any, I could do that at a job, mm-hmm. right? I could go work, provide for a family. I, I think that that's I also don't think that's a compelling why for this particular type of work. I, right. I'm not saying it's not a why for other things. It's not a why for being an entrepreneur, meaning making your own hours, doing your own thing. So M- money is harder either. being an entrepreneur, but I so so to kind of to you know give the counterpoint sure. there. I feel like there's no way to make more money or. or uh, amplify your time and whatever than working for yourself. Like you will capture and create far more. I mean, you have to be of the type of person who can do it. Hey, everyone that I knew that was rich when I was a kid had a job. Mm. They were working as like a vice president at some other company. Yeah. So when you're a kid and I would be curious what the, the barometer for rich is and if it is, right. They have three levels of rims on their car. I mean, not to say whatever, no, but no, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about adults. Like when I was a yeah. kid, and like our, like I, I had only known. I I knew one person who created their own business. Yeah. So I, again, like money isn't money isn't that. Well, mm-hmm. now and and like somebody, um, I know, uh, like yours is like security, like security, right? I'm like, well, you can. 
I mean, the thing is, is you can do that with a regular job. So you're always going to have, like, whatever your why is, you're always going to have a fallback because it's like, oh, well, I'm still doing the why because you're just not doing it. So, like, so my why, not to say it's superior to your why, but my why doesn't give me the option to getting a job. You know what I mean? There is no fallback for me. I, I didn't hate. I didn't hate having a job though. Me, me neither. And in hindsight, you know, I. I was very good. In at ways, it. I miss it. Hmm? Yeah, I know. Steph feels says that to me. I'm like, I don't miss it. Hmm. I, I, I can't have someone tell me what to do. I, I, it, it's like, well, it's good you had something galvanizing enough. Yeah. So that it wouldn't. Dude, even when I, that's why I don't sell sponsorships anymore. I can't have someone tell me what to do. I, I, I question everything. I get so stressed out if, if someone tells me what to do and I, and I can't voice my opinion. Or when I do voice my opinion, that I don't, I don't get heard. I, do, I am a, yeah, it just doesn't fit my personality type. So I, like, what do you think is a good example of like specifically becoming an entrepreneur? Becoming like somebody self-employed, why? like self-employment. What do you think a compelling why is that would be like, it's this or nothing? You know, uh, I've, I've always done best with constraints. Yeah. Cre- yeah. And, well, I always say well, like, yeah, constraints breed creativity. Right. Like I was ruthlessly efficient when I had no time. <laughs> I probably got more done in less time when I had no time yeah. than now when I have unlimited time. Right. So, so learning that for myself has been yeah. something. And then when I have to do something or, or the outcome will be uh, something that I would either be like embarrassed about or shamed about or something. So for example, when I was doing Listen Money Matters and working at iHeartRadio, I probably could have completely fucked off all week and done nothing mm-hmm. but we had a weekly stand-up or i'm sorry we had a morning stand-up yeah and then weekly discussions and i couldn't stomach being near with people that i considered friends and respected yeah and bullshitting right. them yeah. or just saying i did nothing yeah you know and so for listen money matters i laura does work and so i can't not do work mm-hmm. because that i you know Okay. So maybe make it into a situation where you have to. Yeah. So the other one I, I want to point out too is like, why do I get up every day? Because you're right. I, I, I've built myself into a situation, a, a quote unquote passive income type situation where mm-hmm. I technically don't have to work. I could literally shut my computer off for a whole year and I'll still make money. Yeah. Um, n- the reason I get up now is because I am legitimately interested and passionate and and I to me the, all of these things that we do like this whole creative process of building a podcast of building a website of SEO all of it I'm f- I fucking love it I could read about so it so same I could read about it I could read about it to to fall asleep to like I could <laughs> I could read a book on SEO and literally be entertained and be like and and bask in in like what what I'm passionate about like what I like yeah. you know it would be like reading fiction to me if that's you know that's a bad comparison but uh I I've said this before too people who have uh who wanted to create a website 
you know, that's, you know, I'm sure you get this all the time. It's like, I want to build a website. What should I, you know, what should I do? What should I build a website on or whatever? <laughs> and I go, well, first of all, um, do you like building websites? I don't know. I'm going to try that first. Try that first. Yeah. Or like, they're like, oh, I'll get somebody else to build it. I'm like, then you're not interested in this. And that, and I, I know that's super polarizing, but I kind of like when people don't want to work on their own website, I mean, like literally get their fucking hands dirty with code, like HTML and CSS. We're not talking about like a hard language here. No, this stuff is pretty easy it's, relative to. I, I think that I, I kind of, I don't look down, but I'm just like, I'm, I'm actually, the, it's the reverse. When someone says, I built my own website. I go, really? That's awesome. Because I immediately think, you, you like this. You're into this. Like, you're investing your time and effort and emotion into, like, the nitty-gritty. Like, you're building something. And not just thinking about what the outcome is going to be. You know, like, people who, like, I don't, like, I think you have to, the, the point I'm saying is, like, I think you have to love the process as much as you want, lo- are going to love the outcome. Mm. And if you don't, then you're not, then don't do it. And I struggle with that because there's a lot of things that I try to do and hate thinking, but thinking I'm going to be rich in the end. For example, software. I, I have tried to build software. I thought I was going to like it. And it's just, and I, I, I maybe delude myself into liking it, but I am super stressed out by it. It bothers me. I hate it. And that's just not what I'm good at. But, and I, you know, I sitting there reading a book on Ruby and, PHP like doesn't appeal to me at all. But sitting there mm. reading a book on SEO and video production, like I could sit, I could sit and watch a guy edit a video for four hours. It's because I'm insanely interested in it. So why do I get up and do those things? Is because I literally cannot wait to do those things. You know, uh, maybe it. So so. Uh being able to like have the superpower to do these things is part of what gets you up and then to see if you could like develop you know i don't know new superpowers be better at the thing or create more awesome things yeah. is but you can't have a superpower if you don't want it in the first place right right and but i th- i thought you said something interesting about how you'd watch a video on someone editing for hours yeah. i learned most of my coding things mm-hmm. and any design chops that I have or, or taste, at least in that realm, from by literally sitting next to people and just silently watching them work on their computers. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, I would, it was, yeah. I, 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 and you don't know. Like, you, sometimes you don't know. But I, I built a website because I, we needed one for my, my band. So I was interested in the outcome. And so mm-hmm. I started literally just doing it. And I realized, you know, the soon I remember the fucking day that I opened up Notepad on the Windows computer at, or yeah, the Windows computer at work and I coded HTML for the first time and I hit I like opened it in Internet Explorer and it like there was a color that appeared. <laughs> and I was like I'm winning. That is the I was blown away by that. And and that sold me. Like mm. that moment I was like oh, what else can I do? and I just it was just the end of that. And every moment, and I didn't go to school for it. I didn't, it was something I did on my spare time. Like it was like what I decided I wanted to do when I got home from school or when I got home from work is I wanted to do this thing more. 
And it's like it's like with homebrewing now with me. Like I can't stop thinking about homebrewing. I almost live and breathe beer to an unhealthy degree, and. It, so it's it's like why would why do you get up and brew every day? It's like because I can't fucking wait. I can't wait to go do it. Mm. Like I, now, and that's the thing. Like this is a new thing for me. Weekends now, I kind of like I'm back to like working for the weekends because I'm actually enjoying the home brewing process a little bit more than this process. And it's like, but I actually now have a legit hobby that separates my work from my business. But I still am insanely interested and passionate about both. So I would I and that's like I think that's not I don't, that's not a that's not the why but I I would say that like if your if your why is the outcome I think that that might be the that might be a problem because there's a, many ways to get to the same outcome you know If you're yeah if your outcome is like make a million dollars well there's other ways besides building your own business that you can do that that are yeah, way like- less stressful like Bitcoin, yeah, yeah, like Bitcoin, or, or I mean, <laughs> even like you know, working your way up a corporate corporate ladder, like Comcast, you could make yeah. you could be a multimillionaire. It's a very viable option. Yep, and it's job security. So that's uh, my little rant. I'm done. <laughs> One last question. Woo. One last question. At JCD Fitness asks. How much money do you really need to live off the grid and never talk to another person again? I don't think you need much money at all, to be honest. No. I think it's I think you need enough money. Wait, Did all right. it, didn't they do that in Castaway? Yeah, so you need no money. You need a coconut. You need <laughs> and or a beach ball. Yeah, a volleyball. <laughs> volleyball. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that the, the the answer to that question is you don't need any money to live off the grid. Mm. You can you can homestead, you could grow your own food, build your own shelter, uh, be a survivalist, and never talk to another human being again. Live in the woods. Yeah, can totally do that. It's like Minecraft, but real life. Yeah, you can go out into the woods and like learn how to make a plank of Have wood. Have you ever played Minecraft? Um, no, I, I played other games that are on the same console. Oh, okay. I've never, I, do you think I would like Minecraft? No. Oh. You don't, you don't play video games. Yeah, but like I, th- I'm, I'm very drawn to like games like Roller Coaster Tycoon. So you like strategy or empire building? Yeah, I think so. I think I would, I would, yeah. Cause I used to play Lemonade Stand on my iPhone, I think. Yeah. I love those games. That, they don't, that doesn't exist anymore. I looked for it again. There's a game. It's called Four uh, X. Uh huh. Like it's a, it's like a four. It's like a type of game. Yeah. Um, and it is explore, expand, exploit, exterminate. Hmm. So the the game is a basically you could, you know, build this empire and never try and attack anyone else. But you're like the most efficient yeah. growing thing. You could just be in only a military. The Four X games are super deep. I think you would love them. You will never have time for anything else. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's I just appear for like yeah. when the new Sim City came out. I was like, I thought long and hard about getting that game because I'm like, I think I would like that. It sounds like something I would I would dig. Hmm. But anyway, I think that's it. That's all the questions we have. I want to thank Jen, James, 
Ramon, Melissa, and at JCD Fitness for your questions. Thank you so much. I also want to thank Ricardo uh, at Ricardo Vega 56 for my new middle name, SEO specialist. Thank you. I, I do consider myself a specialist. Super nerd out about it. I've read yeah, SEO I've read SEO books for fun. That is true. What is an SEO book? Like what name a title of an SEO book. Uh, I didn't it's been know so there long. Were... Yeah, I know. It's they're old. Hmm. It was like 101 ways to do SEO and yeah. <laughs> I, used to, I used to actually was gonna keep them all. Like we had a like when I, I moved here, I had all these like old web design books and old like I had a book on AdSense. Oh wow. Yeah. And uh I I was like, oh, I kind of want to keep them because they're funny. Like, they're just funny that they existed and they're yeah. completely outdated. But ultimately, I got rid of them. But I do keep one. Or I think I might have just got rid of it. I used to have podcasting for dummies that I bought <laughs> years ago. But I thought it was funny to just have in my house because as a, as a podcaster, it's like kind of funny. I don't know. Um, anyway. We've sold all of our how-to books. The only one we have left yeah. uh, was a gift to me by a friend, and it's uh, How to Talk to Girls, and it's written by like a eight-year-old boy. Really? That's funny. <laughs> yeah, and his picture's on the front cover or whatever. Dude, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's really funny. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover on the show, please email me, matt at moneylab.co. And while you're emailing me, please feel free to send me a new... Ma- Actually, no, not feel free. Fucking send me a middle name suggestion that we can use on the show. I didn't mean to be harsh. I'm sorry. I want to try new middle names out every single week, and I will give you a little shout out, obviously. If you like this show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Player FM, Spotify, or wherever you normally listen to podcasts, and leave a review. That would be nice. And tell me, where, tell me what player you listen on so I can add it to this list. <laughs> I just want this list to be super long. If you really like this show, like really love it, uh, tell your friends about it. Point them to your favorite episodes, and hopefully they'll become a, a subscriber as well. That's how we grow the show. That's how we get more listeners. It's how we bring you more quality, entertaining content for the rest of time. That's right. Yeah. Well, that's it, man. Uh, I don't have anything else unless you have anything else you want to cover before we head out. That's all. All right, man. Thanks for listening. That's it. Bye. <laughs> Please tell your friends about this show.